0: New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, my name is Todd Briner. I'm the student pastor and online pastor at New Vision, and I'm excited to get to share this portion of Exodus with you. So far in Exodus we've seen so many things but most recently we've seen the giving of the Ten Commandments, the ten commands that God gave Moses for the Israelite people to live by. Now the following chapters and the portion we're going to look at today are practical ways are, are really putting the Ten Commandments into practice in daily life for the people. And so today as we look at Exodus 22 16 through 31, they've kind of taken the Ten Commandments and putting them into practice. And how they should do that in their daily lives. So verse 16 starts with this. If a man seduces a virgin who is not engaged to anyone and has sex with her. He must pay the customary bride price and marry her. But if her father refuses to let him marry her. The man must still pay him an amount equal to the bride price of a virgin. He must not allow a sorceress to live. Anyone who has sexual relations with an animal must certainly be put to death. Anyone who sacrifices to any God other than the Lord must be destroyed. You must not mistreat or oppress foreigners in any way. Remember, you yourselves were once foreigners in the land of Egypt. You must not exploit a widow or an orphan. If you exploit them in any way and they cry out to me, then I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will blaze against you and I will kill you with the sword. Then your wives will be widowless and your children fatherless. If you lend money to any of my people who are in need, do not charge interest as a money lender. If you take your neighbor's cloak as security for a loan, you must return it before sunset. This coat may be the only blanket your neighbor has. How can a person sleep without it? If you do not return it and your neighbor cries out to me for help, then I will hear, for I am merciful. You must not dishonor God or curse any of your rulers. You must not hold anything back when you give me offerings from your crops and your wine. You must give me your firstborn sons. You must also give me the firstborn of your cattle, sheep, and goats. But leave the newborn animal with its mother for seven days, then give it to me on the eighth day. You must be my holy people. Therefore, do not eat any animal that has been torn up and killed by wild animals. Throw it to the dogs. That was the New Living Translation, Exodus 22, 16 through 31. Really the practical application of the Ten Commandments for the daily life of the Israelites. And now there's so many different ways they're applying God's laws and God's rules in that section. But one thing that shows up to me, and it shows up in four different ways, is God's care and God's love for those who are in need. God has a special place. He has a special care for those who maybe can't care for themselves or maybe could be easily taken advantage of. And here in this section, he gives four different people, four different people who can be in need. One, he says, those who are foreigners, those who are in the land with them. And he says, hey, remember, you were foreigners at one time in the land of Egypt. And then he talks about widows and orphans. And how no one should take advantage of them. And then he talks about the poor. How you shouldn't take advantage of them. How you should not charge them high interest. And that you should not take their cloak and take what little they may have. But today I want to kind of focus in just for our next couple minutes on orphans and widows. I want to say that God has a special place for orphans and and widows. Look what it says here. Look at the seriousness in which we should care for them and how much God cares about them. It says, you must not exploit. This is verse 22. You must not exploit a widow or an orphan. If you exploit them in any way and they cry out to me, then I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will blaze against you and I will kill you with the sword. Then your wives will be widows and your children fatherless. Do you see what he says? He says, if you take advantage of widows and orphans, he will hear their cry and he will kill you with the sword. I don't know about you, but that just shows me the seriousness that God cares about those who are orphans and those who are widows he has a special place for them look at what he says in James 1 27, it says pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the father means pure and genuine genuine religion means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you we see in Acts 6 As the church was starting, they were caring for widows. The early church, the disciples were caring for widows. And they actually put more people, they dedicated men in Acts chapter 6 to care specifically for widows. Because they were maybe over missing some, they were maybe overlooking some, and some weren't getting cared for properly. And they put more people to care for them. Specifically, that was their job. And we see that when they put people to care for widows, God blessed the church and the church exploded and began to multiply greatly when the widows were properly cared for. God cares deeply about orphans and widows. Now, one of the things Pastor Brady always talks about that he loves about this podcast is you get to learn, the listeners get to learn about different pastors and get to know them a little bit better. And one thing you'll need to know about me is I love the Lord, it's my number one priority, it's the number one thing, it encapsulates all my life, it goes into every area of my life. I love my family and there's one other thing you know if you know me very well is that I love basketball and that my family loves basketball. Pretty much every weekend, you'll find us at a basketball tournament, a basketball game, a basketball clinic. Pretty much every night, you'll find us watching basketball. We're just a basketball family. And one of the things that I get to do as I go to all these games and as I'm involved in the lives of my sons is I get to interact with a lot of other little kids. And some of the things that you notice quickly is that some of these young boys – Don't have a dad around. Don't have a dad around. I remember when my son was in first grade and I'm sitting with him and his team and he's a little kid. He still is. And he's sitting on my lap and I'm just enjoying being a dad and sitting with some of the other players. And I remember a player on his team named Jason. And I could see how excited Jason was. And he said, Mr. Todd, Mr. Todd, Mr. Todd. My dad's here today! My dad's here today! And he was just so excited because his dad was finally coming to watch him play. See, he grows up and lives with his mom. His dad's eight hours away and doesn't get to see him very often. I get to spend time sometimes with some kids that never see their dads, their dads are in prison. Or their dads are maybe really close, but just don't come to see them. That fatherlessness is such a big thing in our society. And it's something that God cares about so much. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine named Will. And Will was a professional basketball player all over the world. But he ended his career earlier so that he could come back and be a dad. And see, to be a good dad to his daughter, he connected with her mother, who he's no longer in a relationship with. And his daughter's mother's new husband, his daughter's stepdad. And he does what they call co-parenting because he wants to be that father figure, that father role model in the life of his daughter. It's so important It's so important to have that. And maybe you're here and you don't have that father or that father figure. Or maybe you do. I want to end with something God says about himself. He says this in Psalm 68, 5, that he's a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows. This is God whose dwelling is holy. And so there's two things I want you to see with this before you're done today. Number one is that if you don't have a father, or your father's not around, or your father's not involved, or you don't have a close relationship with him, I want you to know that you have a father, that you have a heavenly, perfect father that absolutely loves you, that is crazy about you, and wants what's best for you, cares about you deeply. But here's number two. And I want to challenge this To every man who's out there, I want to throw this out there, that we need to be fathers to the fatherless. You know that if you're a follower of Jesus, if you're a follower of God, it's our job, it's our duty, it's kind of our mission to become as much like God as we can, to continue to grow more and more like him. And if God says he's a father to the fatherless, we, in imitating God, and being like him should be those father figures, those fathers to the fatherless, reaching out and caring for those who may not have a relationship with an earthly father. And we, as we reach out to them as that like relationship or that a male role model, that father role model, we can point them to the heavenly father. So know this, God has a special place the fatherless and he says i am your father if you don't have one and know this that we as followers of jesus are to be fathers to the fatherless god i thank you for everyone listening today i pray that your just passion and your care for those who are in need would come out in this podcast today and i pray that we as the church and we as followers of jesus can be that father to this fatherless generation, to so many who don't have that relationship with their father, and so many who don't have a good relationship with them. May we, as followers of God, imitate you and care for the fatherless. God, I pray this in your powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today and tuning into the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.